We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the second hour of the 18th anniversary show of the Lori and Julia program here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We're at MyTalk1071.com. We're on the MyTalk app. We're everywhere you want to be. But uh, we got a little game to get to. Yes! Dress up or bring a gift or anything. That's all right. That's okay. You're That's here. Okay. That's all right. That's Somewhere. okay. We like you anyway. <laughs> and I didn't build uh, the trivia theme around the anniversary or anything. I built it around National Ice Tea Day, which is today. It is today, right? I, I figured Did you, you know were going to bring that up. Snapple, right? I, c- I will go to uh, Speedway after I'm done here and bring you back some iced teas. Oh, yeah, no, don't. You don't have to do it. anything. Please don't. No, give us give us the music. Okay, well. Uh, we'll start. So all these, uh, I didn't. I decided not to give you a, uh, a choice of categories this okay. week. We're just going. We're just going straight into National Ice Tea Day trivia. So these are pop culture things that have something to do with ice or tea, or maybe even iced tea. Okay, okay I'm just okay. going to say that answer right now. Iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> that may be coming up. Okay. Um, number one. Uh, this song went to number six in 1977. Name it. It was cold as ice. Yes. By who? Corner. That was pretty close, Holly. Who do you think got that one? I did. I did it because I knew you said foreigner. I didn't get foreigner. I got the name. I got the song and the band. I I said it a second before. Okay, so when you're going to double up the questions like that. Well, wow. I got both answers. It's you did. Be my point. You All right, we'll it. give it to Lori. Thank you. Okay. He totally gets it, but we both got the name. All right, here comes number two, Buford T. Justice. Oh, um, I know this. Okay, was a sheriff. Um, yes, in uh, Sweet Home Alabama. No, Sweet Home no. Alabama. Oh. No, was a sheriff played by Jackie Gleason in a seventies and eighties movie trilogy. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. Oh. Smokey and the okay, Bandit. Okay, it was the name of the attorney too in Sweet Home Alabama with Reese Witherspoon. You know, there, it was there was, it was. a Buford T yes. something else yes. that, that was, Seems like was a southern based on. name. It was. It was mm. in that. Okay, was Sweet so, Home Alabama like based on a true story or something? No. Oh, okay. No, uh, but that was the name of the attorney in it. So, um, Well, here's a slightly inappropriate clip of uh, Jackie Gleason oh, as okay. Buford T. Justice. There's no way, no way that you could come from my loins. As soon as I get home, the first thing I'm going to do is punch your mama in the mouth. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow, there's no way. There's no way we need to be hearing that wow. kind of language. Know, it, was, it was the 70s. Yeah, all right. Okay, uh, you are listening to the theme from Ice Castles. Castles. 
yes. uh, a movie filmed right here yes. in Minnesota. Who Lee is Kelly singing Johnson. the song? Um, Mariah Carey. No, 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 no. It's Carrie. Irene Carey. No. Irene Ira Carey. No, no. Maria Manchester. No, Melissa Manchester. Melissa Manchester. I, got it. I think Julia got, I got it. it. But you said Manchester. I, got I it. said Manchester. So I, I said Melissa. You said Maria Manchester. Okay, but we should get a half no. a point. Uh-uh, I got it. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. You didn't even have Manchester. You called her Mariah Carey. Okay. That's true. I got the key part. Manchester. Oh, point five, you half, big baby. Half a point. You know, God, we always have to fight over this. Well, that you hasn't do. changed. Listen, I got Casey and I've had to establish new rules for playing slug bug on our walks. It's you gotten have? so heated. I oh, yeah. love it. You know, when I played college bowl, uh, <laughs> yes. they always told you just to give the last name because then there wouldn't be an argument like this. Well, oh. and I said Manchester. Oh, please. You, you right. did. You said, did. but you said like Maria Manchester. But so what? See, it I was know, M.M. It, it isn't. Right. Manchester <laughs> was the key. You, were, you okay. got lucky in that one. All right, we'll see you what, got lucky I got that lucky. I filled the last okay. name in. V. Okay. Okay, sorry. All right, again, this is, these are questions for National Ice Tea Day. These are pop culture things having to do with ice tea or iced tea. Okay. Uh, Clubber Lang was Rocky Balboa's main opponent in the 1982 movie Rocky III. Mr. T. Mr. T is right. I, I met him. He came. No, no. I didn't meet Mr. T. Remember when we met a diff, we met sort of Mr. T? Remember in L.A.? Yeah, we met a little person, Mr. T. <laughs> I said sort of Mr. T. When I, this is, can I tell my Mr. T? Please, yeah. please. It was like 1993. I was in Chicago. I used to buy a lot of like 70s memorabilia. And one day I saw a Mr. T air freshener at this store and oh. I thought it was the greatest find of all time. <laughs> so I was telling my friends all about my Mr. T air freshener. We were walking downtown Chicago. We were going to meet some other friends. I see a white Mercedes with the license plate Mr. T3. Oh, no way. I look up and see a Mr. T air freshener. I'm like, what? Oh. Okay. Yes, who was driving that car? Mr. T. Mr. T. That is so funny. Yeah. That's funny. So I guess I sort of met him, too. Yeah, you did. Um, that was, so who got the point on that? Julia got Julia it. Did. She nailed that it's one. It's 2.5 to 1.5. Okay, I think you guys are going to get this. Back in the 70s and 80s, uh, commercials for an instant iced tea drink featured... Nest tea. Yes, and what would you do? The plunge, the nasty plunge. The nasty plunge. <laughs> I got oh it. Okay. Here's a little bit of a commercial. Your party needs some wetness to splash that thirst from you. Come on, taste the taste of wetness. Take the nasty plunge. America's best-selling yeah. instant tea is you taste nasty. The taste of and just nine cents makes a whole quart. Taste the taste of wetness. Taste the taste of wetness. Taste the taste of wetness. Yeah. But we were so always doing that on the side of swimming pools. Let's do the plunge, plunge. backwards. Yeah. Yep. I knew you'd get that one. Now this one, this we're gonna go back to 1924. On oh jeez. Uh, this uh, this song. Where's Johnny when you need? Him? Was written in 1924. <laughs> I know this song. And in 1950, it was the name of a musical movie and soundtrack featuring Doris Day. It's um. Name the song. I. I it's not case for a T for no. two. It's not oh, T for two. It's T for two. T for two. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Julia. T for, for two, two and two for T, me for you, and you for me. Isn't that how it goes? Yeah, in fact, I, br- I brought a little clip oh, of Doris. Oh, it. Picture me upon your knee. Of course she would know this song. With T for two and two for T. Just me for you and you for me alone. Boy, she could sing that, Doris. 
Julia, you're bringing it today. Yeah. Right. Right. Really She's really got a fresh you. brain. I She's been forest bathing in Bozeman <laughs> for a week. <laughs> I listened to you and Hanson talk about forest bathing. Yes. Perineum. It works. Yes. It works, people. Um, okay. Uh, I guess this is the last one. Number seven. Uh, I'm ahead by one point. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, we heard that the 2020 Lollapalooza Concert Festival was canceled due to COVID-19. The first Lollapalooza concerts were in 1991, including a stop at Harriet Island. Island in St. Paul. Harriet yes. Island. I was there. Jane's Addiction, Nine Inch Nails, and more, including Body Count, a heavy metal band fronted by an L.A. rapper who was once Ice a baby. Ice T. Ice T. Oh, there you go. That was easy. What world do you live in? Death is my set. Guess my religion. I was at that show. Well, Come. I was, I was at Harriet Island. There were like two years yeah. maybe in a row of Lollapalooza. I went to the one with the Smashing Pumpkins and yes. Beastie Boys. That was amazing. Wasn't it that was like out at or Canterbury Downs or something? No, I think that was also Harriet. Was, was that Harriet? Harriet? Yeah. Wow. Was that Harriet? It was, yeah. We tied. Mm-hmm. You did good. Oh, I don't even have a tiebreaker okay. for you. That's I'm it. impressed that we tied. I like it that we tied because it's our anniversary, and so that feels fitting. We don't want anyone to win. Yeah. Everybody's a winner here Everybody's today. a Everyone winner. Everyone gets a trophy. You get a trophy. You get a trophy. <laughs> you get a trophy, Rocco. Thank you, man. I'll, I'll go get you some iced tea. Mm-mm. No, thank you, though. Okay. Thank you so I'll much. You. I'll see you Friday for the Jukebox Trivia Happy Hour. Perfect. Thank you. Sounds okay. good. Happy anniversary. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, when we come back, uh, we got some random thoughts with Julia. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, Julia, what do you got for us? Give us all your best random Bozeman facts. Well, all right. (laughs) Let's see here. Well, there, you you gave me something, Lori, that okay. reminded me of going on a walk with one of my sisters. Um, with no public bathrooms open in the Big Apple because everything's closed, people mm-hmm. are taken to the streets to urinate because they can't find a place. You know, if you're out and about and you have to go to the bathroom, you can't go in buildings, you can't go anywhere. So I'm thinking of all my walks with my sister over the past week, and she'd pop a squat here, she'd pop a squat there, <laughs> everywhere. Is there anyone looking? I'm like, no, you know, in the woods and everything. So this is a real problem in the Big Apple, and she said... Are this they is calling it the big toilet? The big toilet. And oh, she no. said, my friends and I are talking about this, but we're talking about it because we there's nowhere to go to the bathroom, and if you have to go, you have to go. So it's become a little bit of a problem. It's a big topic uh, since the pandemic. Well, and people I, are just kind of going crazy. Yeah, because, you have to time your beverage intake. Well, that's totally. But, I mean, that's the thing about, um, like, yeah, I guess I never thought about that because if you are like in, you know, a park or you're hiking, I mean, right. there's nothing like a good whiz outside. <laughs> You know, totally. have some tissues. I always carry tissues <laughs> I, I, for that I, reason. I don't want to have to take a We had a backpack with water bottles and yeah. hats and mittens because it was so cold. Oh, my gosh. But no TP. Oh, no. And I was just like, this is funny. Yeah. So, Papa Squat. So, they're having a problem in the Big Apple, so plan ahead. Um, the average amount of time a woman can keep a secret is... Holly, I'm going to have you guess because Lori knows the answer. How many? What? The, the average the- amount of time a woman can keep a secret is... I would say... Two hours and 30 minutes. No, that's more. It's under an hour. It's, 40, <laughs> it's 47 minutes and 15 seconds. Fact. You got to tell somebody. Fact. And that's it's the truth. Funny. I've been keeping, I got to think of what I have to tell Lori. I got to hear and I'm like, you got to know this, 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 and this, 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 and this. Right. You can't. They're hard to keep sometimes. 
There's always someone you tell. That's when somebody tells you a real secret. You have to, I actively tell myself, forget that. Forget what they told you. And then you won't ever say it. Well, my mom said, don't ever tell anybody but your he, secret wow, if you right. don't want anyone That's to know. That's exactly that right. That is some mooty knowledge That's right there. That's some mooty knowledge. She's just like, and if you've got an itch for another man, oh gosh, I love it that she would follow and it up. Don't and tell anybody. And there's probably something about a wiener here, too. No, but she said, don't tell anybody. You can't tell anybody. And then my dad says, don't loan money to anybody if you, if you want to get it back. back. Just know it's gone. Give yeah. it. It's a gift. Well, he said you yeah. don't have to be a gift. They can sign something if you want to be serious. He's okay, be, this is yeah. literally just posted an hour ago at Fact at Fact on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, semen contains the same amount of vitamin C as an orange. Julia, it has been one of my cold remedies for many, <laughs> many years. Sure, honey. I feel a little scratch in my throat. I can do We're that. We're out of vitamin C. <laughs> We're out of vitamin C. What are we going to do here? No. Well, we happy eighteenth anniversary yeah. I know. to this. Well, you program. know we have to get dirty. Okay, let's see here. But um, I swear that has been something that you know. Is that what you're saying? Why you have such good skin? Good skin, <laughs> and I don't get very many colds. For oh, as you much do. as I talk, no, I don't. As much as we talk, you're right. Yeah, I mean, you're I, right. yeah, not really. All right, so. Um, Random fact, the total weight of all the ants in the earth is the same as the total weight of all the humans in the earth. So there's a lot of those damn ants out there that we don't see and know about. How? We've told you this one before. But how does somebody know that? Someone does the math. Not us. Where's Donnie? Yeah, but I mean, Mm -hmm. that just seems like a good made up fact, you know, but... All right, I'll go with it. Okay. I like it. All right, well, these are all things. So if you... um. Let's see. Let's see. Here. I mean, it would take a lot of ants to make up just like you as one person. In fact, the thought of an ant person that is my size quivering and standing on top Think of, of the ant hills. Me that absolutely it, just, Ill. it does. It kind of does. Okay. The best friendships tend to be those in which you can be openly weird. Mm hmm. Or sarcastic without the person taking offense. Thus, our friendship has endured all these years. Somebody tweeted us and said, please tell me you two really are good friends. And it's not just fake. Oh, my gosh. Because we can't fake Mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. We try sometimes. We're really bad about it. We faked orgasms here and there, but that's about all we're going to admit to. (laughs) And happy 18th anniversary. Uh, Yeah. Well, has Sex Monday even been happening? It's It's time. Yeah, we had. We we did have a little Sex Monday on Monday. Good. Mm -hmm. So we had. It was love in the time of COVID. You know that's going to be a book. Oh, you know it is. Did you ever read that book? Love in the time of cholera. Cholera. Yeah. Always known as Chloria. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you have dyslexia or whatever word you said exactly. it Exactly. Cholera. 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 The Dalai Lama is going to be um, dropping an album called Inner World, Inner World of His Teachings and Mantras Set to Music. Which I think a lot of people have been picking up meditation. Yeah, I did it on the plane How ride old back. Is the Dalai 85. Lama. Wow, eighty-five. The eleven-track release um, by blah 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 is going to come out on July sixth on his eighty-fifth birthday. And is um, he singing, Chanting? prayers include. He's going to be um, doing mantras set to music. Nora Jones is going to be one of the singers on this. Yeah. I'm telling you, that meditating, I've had... Did you do your Sanskrit word and everything? I did it on the plane coming back here today. I've done it. I've been doing it a lot since all of this stuff. Really since George Floyd's murder. I've been really having to find some calmness. Mm -hmm. So that has been something... And that does work. You know, Julia and I learned transcendental meditation. I was was like in a panic mode, Lori, and I said, Lori, you have to do this with me. Will you please? I just... I don't know what crisis that was. But it was probably about eight or nine years ago now. And and we did it on a Saturday and a Sunday and and a a Monday Monday night. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, and we both you get a word. You get a after, word after your yogi spends some time with you. And remember, I got my word, and then he gave you your word. It was you're so like, hard. And, and he goes, "Yeah, well, you need a hard word. It's two. It's two syllables, right? And and it's so hard. And so because you, he picked up on your ADD. mind. Oh, right geez. away. And the windmills. The windmills. And so when I start doing it, because with TM, you just say your word over and over, over and, and try over to release over. everything out of your mind instead mm-hmm. of listening to someone take you through breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying my word over and over and, and then because I'll the forget word it. Take you. I forget it sometimes. Yeah. And then I, by the time I say it like the third or fourth or fifth time, I'm like, oh, that's the word. It just kind of morphs into the right word. Right, right, right. <laughs> All the time. Today, as Rocco said, is National Iced Tea Day. Mm-hmm. It's also National um, Bowl Drink. It's a, okay. It's what? It's like the Colorado Bulldog Day. You know, Coke, Kahlua. That was like a ski drink. You know it. Imagine my disappointment at Big Sky skiing when they didn't have cream de menthe to make me a grasshopper. Oh, my oh. goodness. I thought this is that's a kind ski of a good, drink. Yeah, it kind of is. It gives you a little, a little burst of energy. Exactly. Some sugar for, you know. Yeah, and it's not too big. Well, a, a Colorado Bulldog has, can be boozy. I well, That would be after the after. after I can't ski and drink. No. No, they don't work together. I'm too no. scared of my life already, much I, less I, having any influence. Yeah, I'm too ragged edgy for that. <laughs> on the Okay. Um, I just have to say one thing. So in Montana, um, you know, I'm at my little sister. Both my sisters live there. And so I I was around a lot of girls, teenage Mm -hmm. girls. I think it's a good thing I didn't have one. Why? Because there's so much drama. Oh. I could not believe how easy. It would have been great. But I would have been used to it. I guess I would have. 
having how the and who gets invited where and who gets what and i just thought oh i would be so stressed out for all this i was so stressed out for my niece yeah you know did they because they did a co-graduation party yes that's your first mistake that's like buying a bar and let me just tell you the parent drama oh gosh i was there really well you were you a soothsayer i was just a worker oh okay I was the, you were the catering staff? I was the catering staff big time and needed. All right, Holly, what's happening on the road? Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us. We are excited. We have our first um, really yummy, delicious book of the summer. And if you need a book to just escape with, we have legendary best-selling author Susan Elizabeth Phillips with us and her latest book, which we just love, Susan, Loved. Dance Away With Me. Thanks for being with us. Hey, I love that. Legendary. Do you like you, that? Well, You're oh, legendary. It, I like looking I mean, at all of the books. How got, many books, Susan? Yeah. My gosh. Um, by the way, I think I'm the one who wrote that copy and called myself legendary. But you know, As one should. Not, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is book number 23. Wow. Um, after a while, I kinda lo- I, I've kind of lost track, but I think that's where we are. And your sister lives right here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, Lydia sent us an email, and she said, Hi, ladies. Oh, what did she say? She said, Hi, ladies, <laughs> big fan of your show. I live in Minnetonka, and Susan is my much, much, much older sister. <laughs> oh. um, you know, yeah. every, every time we lock her up, she gets right back out again. <laughs> Sisters do that. <laughs> Sisters have a way of doing that. Oh, my gosh. Well, I was so honored because you reached out to us and and your sister did knowing kind of when Donnie had first left and we're like, how do we book our authors? What do we do? And she's like, my sister has a book coming out. And so you were it's so we're honored because you're a big deal. So thank you for being on with us. And you wrote a great, great story. Really, it was it's just I loved it. I loved it, too. And we needed just a book to just get carried away into another story. And so give people the setup of uh, Dance Away With Me. Well, um, by the way, the reason my sister told me about your show is because I'm not in the Minneapolis area. She is a regular listener. She's quite a fan. She has good taste. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, well, Dance Away With Me is one of those books, I think, that hits that real sweet spot between romance and women's fiction mm-hmm. where you've got a, a good love story, but also a story about families and connections. And you've got a promise of a happy ending, which I am all about, let me tell you. Um, yes. So in Dance Away With Me, Tess is, the heroine is a midwife, and she's also um, a very, she's a deeply grieving young widow, and she, she's isolated herself in this uh, cabin above the town of Tempest, Tennessee. Um, the hero is this brooding, the best kind of hero, right? Right, yeah, he's a, he's a street artist, and all he wants is to be left alone. So we have these two characters who uh, both want this. They just want to be by themselves, but life is going to intervene and keep that from happening for sure. It's so good. And uh, Susan, I, you write uh, a good sex scene. Yeah, you do. We had your you advanced know, copy during the COVID, like <laughs> lockdown, and I'm like, thank you. Thank oh you God. for writing this book. <laughs> Some of us needed it more I, than others. <laughs> I have a philosophy about that. I believe that if you're going to write a love scene, it has to have a point other than something that's just titillating, or yeah. I don't think it's very sexy. 
I want something that tells us more about the characters or the situation that moves the story forward. Um, otherwise, I have to tell you my dirty secret is that I skip the sex scenes when I'm reading if there's no point to them. Yeah, well, oh. you have good point to yours because you have real good detail that I lingered over and reread again, and I was like, damn, I really appreciate that. You, well, I'm glad I could help out there. Okay, so it's we're talking with Susan Elizabeth Phillips. The new book is Dance Away With Me. It just was released yesterday. So are you doing a lot of, how are you promoting your book, you know, during this time? Oh my gosh, it has been so much fun. Um, for one thing, there's no, there is never a camera I don't love. So I've been doing all of these, these Zoom events and Facebook Live with some really amazing authors. I don't know if you know the work of Kristen Higgins. Oh, we love Kristen it. Higgins. Oh my gosh. Did you read her new book? Um, Always the last to know. Have you seen it yet? No. No, but I'm going to get, you're going to tell us who her publisher is when we're done. <laughs> I will. And if you can get her on, get her on because she's really fun to talk to. Anyway, we did a big event last night. I've been doing library events. I'm going to do an event uh, all by Zoom with, um, with uh, Susan Mallory, I think on Thursday or Friday, my pal Jane Ann Krentz. And I absolutely love this. Um, I look really, really good from the waist up. Uh-huh. And by the way, <laughs> I put on makeup for you guys because I heard it's your 18th anniversary. Oh, it, it is. It is. Oh, it is. that is so cool. Yeah. Um, so you well, like so you, it. You so, like the way that you're still able to promote it. Do you think, are you able to do even more? I feel like this way I get to connect with so many different mm-hmm. readers and because I don't have much of a filter, I feel like I can be just talking to friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing I miss from a regular book tour is I miss all the hugs. I mean, I'm kind of a hugger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the I connection. miss that. And yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I've, I've toured all over the world because my books are published internationally. And, um, you know, I've just gotten hugged from Germany to Croatia to Spain and all the way to Texas. And I, I do miss that. But still, it's just it's really I miss I'm reaching so many more readers this way. Mm-hmm. Really? That's, you know, because we've heard some different, you know, how do we save the books right now? Because you guys aren't going on your book tours and stuff. So maybe you're getting more done because you don't have all the travel time. You know, and I also think people are reading now. I've talked oh, to a yeah. couple of my friends whose book numbers have actually gone up uh, because readers want, they want an escape right now. And boy, in, you know, happy ever after books, there's no better place to find it right now. So the romance genre has been really, really strong now. And, and I think that's, that's lovely. I love anything that puts peace and love out into the world at any time, but especially now. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because I said to Lori, you know, I, I, I love these kind of books because I always know the ending. I don't have to have the angst. Well, and but but also it's meaningful. But the way you tell your stories is is really you know just I really like the way your storytelling goes. I loved uh, Tess. Tess, and I loved you know yeah. I just kind of just loved the it was a real page turner. But people are also getting sick of watching things on TV as far as like shows and. I think there is like more of an appetite to pick up a book or pick up a classic book or pick up a book about racism or, you know, whatever you might want to educate yourself. We have such a wealth of really wonderful 
choices out there for reading. And I'm glad to see more readers come on our side of the fence. You know, what's been surprising to me is how many, I have a really active Facebook page where I Mm -hmm. really get to connect with readers a lot and how many of them are rereading their comfort reads. Mm -hmm. Lots of rereading is going on. Um, I think this may not be the best time for newer authors coming out because readers seem to be going to, you know, their old favorites and their old, their standard where they know they've got a safe read. Um, but yeah, lots of rereading. Yeah, it's so true. I know. I just, I could, mm-hmm. We could read. We could I, read your first book, Fancy Pants, and I bet we would just enjoy it just as much as when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so does it? You know, you're you've been doing this. I mean, since what it was 1989 when you first were I published? My, no, my first book was published in 1982. Oh, really? So, um, yeah, yeah. But I don't look my age. I was just going to say, so you're 16 like we are. Um, (laughs) You know, but there's the romance. The romance genre has always been mine. That's my sister and I were talking about this. And this is Rosemary Rogers was who got us into reading Mm -hmm. first. And they were just bodice rippers and stuff. But that was what got us into reading. And we were just laughing about it. Yeah. Kathleen Woodowis, Joanna Lindsay, and you know, all of those early books, uh, romance has been tinged with that name Bodice Ripper, but in fact, that applies to a very specific part of the romance genre. Those early books where bodices were ripped. Um, And (laughs) I think it's a subgenre within itself, but yeah, that's what got off so many of us hooked. Jeez, I just, I I loved reading your book, and I just, it's so good. Dance Away With Me, it's just a a really great read and what an we're delighted to know that your sister lives here and um to meet you and we have to ask you this okay so um Kristen Higgins has been on our show the the long way out what was the Alaska one that she wrote a couple years ago Lori you're no no oh, I'm you're mixing mixing Kristen Hannah I Kristen am. Hannah yeah but Kristen, Kristen Hannah and Kristen Higgins are both really good friends of mine and I have to be really careful when I email you know the auto when the when the name comes in automatically right. because they're so close to each they other. are but yeah we've, we've had Chris, we've yes. had Kristen Hannah on our show a couple yeah. times and I just talked to her this morning on the phone as a matter did, of fact did she say anything about is the Nightingale is that moving along on a mini series oh, oh it got all kinds of gossip okay so right. they they finished um, Netflix finished shooting Firefly Lane okay right. and Catherine Heigl's in that and mm-hmm. Sarah what's her last name starts with the G anyway. Firefly Lane was or, or Nightingale. They were getting ready to start shooting with the Fanning sisters playing those two That's sisters. That's right. And uh, they they shut that down. Okay. But what I don't know is, and I keep, I'm sorry, I should have done my due diligence. I forgot to ask Kristen whether they've actually started shooting now. Probably um, not. Isn't Probably that going to be something? Yeah. yeah. They might be still shut down. But uh, that's going to be amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. We well, love those books. I could see uh, Dance Away With Me. That could be, that. we could make that be a six-episode series. You know, wouldn't it be great? It would. To, I, I have such different opinions. I mean, it's such. I I'm I'm I go back and forth on movie things because I've had a lot of things come my way that I've taken a pass on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, some of these books you so much want to see them as as film, but you want to see the book that's in your head. Yeah. And you know how it is, film and uh, and books. Those are two different mediums. So um, you don't always get that, but. 
Well, look at something like Diana Gabaldon's Outlander series right. where they took the, these big books and they made these long series yeah. and they cast it properly. Perfect. Yes, they did. Perfect. I, I'm that just, be great? I mean, I'd love something like that. Yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, of Tess and uh, I'm just thinking of, you know, the casting possibilities <laughs> with Tess. Wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> yes. I know. As long as they didn't condense it into like an hour and a half movie. No, no. It would have to be like six, four to six parts. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, God bless him, but let's not have Pete Davidson play Ian. No, no. No way. No way. It's so... All right. It was just a treat talking with you. We've been talking with Susan Elizabeth Phillips. She's a... legendary best-selling author author. (laughs) the new book is dance away with me it's fantastic um it's the last great book you you read susan um it was kristen higgins book and before that it was jane ann Crince's book close up which i really like she she's light paranormal in that book which is just perfect Okay, oh, light paranormal. Light. I like that. That's about all yeah. we can take. That's a perfect description. Right. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for your time. and We can't wait to talk to you again whenever that is. Now we know how to find you. That's great, and happy anniversary. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right, Bye-bye. talk to you later. When we She's come. so nice. So lovely. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, all right. That's... Uh, we always enjoy it when we have an author who can talk. Can talk really, you know, and she gave us oh, good scoop on no. Kristen Anna. I knew right away yeah, I knew you, you were getting the Kristen Anna mixed I've up. I've read them both. Yes, Kristen Higgins and Kristen Anna. All right, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. What are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? All right, what do we got? Well, Leonardo DiCaprio set a record he didn't know he wanted to you know, set. he's the Oscar winner with the most associates who've been convicted of crimes and or gone to jail. All right. Serious? Yeah, he's the only Oscar winner to have had four friends go to jail, be convicted, or serve time for some kind of major crime. Well, remember that guy, the international guy that was the funder? The um, wolf, some, yes. wolf, the wolf yes. of Wall Street. Oh, there's so many people that have gone to jail over that one. Almost everyone that was about that, that was about that. They've been in jail, been investigated, and the guy backing the money, um, he came up with a Ponzi scheme, basically. Right. Uh, then then um, uh, he was buddies with um, the guy who, um, his name is Donna Gacchetto. He took his own life and went to jail in 2000. He had a Ponzi scheme, and um, he was buddies with Leonardo DiCaprio and ran wow. around with... In the circle. In the with circle. McGuire. And then this uh, New York Upper East Side art de- dealer who we met in Molly's Game. Yes. he That person uh, went to jail for, you know, uh, illegal betting, and then Bar Raphael... Oh, yeah, his, ex- his ex-girlfriend. She just got... Uh, her mom's going to the pokey, and um, she's has to do like nine months of community service. What did she do again? I can't remember. She, she tried to not pay taxes right. by saying that she had a family with Leonardo DiCaprio when she was his girlfriend, and therefore she didn't have to pay That's taxes. Right. <laughs> Interesting reason. Yeah. So I don't know if Leo visits his friends in jails or sends them cakes with nail files. I thought it was going to be. But the, he got a record. I mean, he right. is an Oscar winner with a record of another kind. 
Is the that, most friends. Is it's, that it's bitchy of me to say bring that much. up? Okay, pretty but, much. But, but they know, were desperate. Desperate days for... Not really. For, that's a lot of people. That, well, that is. Four significant people in his life. Going to jail. You're going to jail. Okay, whatever. Um, here's another one. Um, remember last month when the Duke and Duchess of Sussex um, released the video to save the children where she was reading yeah, um, the book. Duck, Duck Rabbit Duck. Yeah. to Archie and yeah. he was like a year old and we hadn't seen him mm-hmm. since whatever and it raised awareness and it was cute. It was totally cute. We posted it. But I, I wanted remember... to play the audio and you're like, why not listen to her read a children's book, Julia? Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, that's for that's for people who need to actively seek that out. <laughs> Holly and I just had to go, no. Yeah, but the visuals were very cute. Very cute. Very and cute. it was so cute to see Archie. But remember how much, uh, you know, the the bitter Bettys, or should we call them the Karens, the Karens, came after her? And remember the author that went after her? Why did Emily they go Griffin? At- oh, yes, I do. The Something Borrowed book. We've yes. had her on our show. Yes, we have. She has a ton of those. Something yeah. Blue. She, yep. And, and and she offered kind of a BS apology, because if you look back at uh, Emily um, Giffen, not Griffin, Giffen, she has been someone who's piled on Meghan Markle in a really what I think is an overtly racist way. Like, but under the pretense of that she's not doing things right enough or she knew what she was getting into when she married the royal family and then got really mad when she and Harry decided, screw you guys in all your hateful ways, right. racist ways. We're just taking our asses to California. And so she was posted this thing about just like she thought it was. Um, what did she say? Um, oh, God, it was just she terrible. called Meghan Markle phony, phony. and immaterial. Yeah, she just was nasty. I, I didn't understand where that was coming oh, from. But, but if you look back, this Emily yep. has a thing mm-hmm. for Meghan Markle. And she does it under this concerned other woman thing, but is really just flat out racist. Like, girl, get in your place, Meghan Markle. That's what I take from it. Anyway, now she said in a recent interview, she was asked about it with the Associated Press about this because... I, quite frankly, just found her remarks racist if, looking back at all of it. Right. You know, I just thought BS, and her apology was BS. And, um, and of course, she said her remarks weren't racist, which is the first hint that it is racist. When Whenever people, anyone says that. Yeah, I well, I didn't mean for my words to be racist. I'm not a racist. I don't have a racist bone in your body. It's The like, qualifiers. The qualifier yes. means yes, in fact, you do. So... Anyway, and she tried to tell she was thrilled that a biracial woman had married into the royal family, which nobody bought for a second. Now, the Associated Press asked her about it, and she said, I need to be more careful about the impact of my words. Being unfiltered, which is what I have chosen to be, and the person I am in real life, and the person you see on social media, means I'm going to make mistakes, too. I mean, and then another BS apology. That is, that's not an apology. That's a sorry, not sorry. Mm-hmm. I need you. to be more careful of the impact of my words. Oh. I am that great. She's so nasty. Guess what? She's got a book to promote. Guess who's not coming on our show, nor are we going to say the name of her damn book, Emily Giffen. How about that? Jeez. So, I mean, yep. 
She said, uh, I mean, like, so that's it. It was being choosing to be unfiltered. I, I'm nasty to all my friends and my family, whether it's and in they my keep book. coming back for more. I mean, that is uh, so anyway, she's got some book. I mean, I guess she expects her privilege and her blondness to pull her through, but I will not be, I will not all be right. reading any Emily Giffen books. Not that you really have. But I think you read one. Did Do you like those books? Had, no, I know we had her on our show. I liked her books. Times. Yeah. yeah, but um, we haven't had it her feels, on for 10 years. It feels years. really mean. Yeah, I need to be more careful. Oh, she's got a book to sell. Not With the impact here. of my words. Yeah. That's you, weird. Yeah, it is weird. That's okay. weird. Okay, here's another one for you. Um, Looking back, I really have made some mistakes i apologize i mean something it's like uh, moving forward i need to be more careful because i have such I, an impact why with my can't words. people say they were a nasty know. biatch i don't know no one can yeah okay here's one hollywood speak this okay. david beckham and talks for a cooking show with netflix and the bbc there's no sports going on <laughs> everybody needs a job every and he's got he owns part of that miami team which is probably costing a lot of money yeah you're right ne- julia He's whipping up a cookery, cookery show, and I'm not... He's got free time. The only... A cookery show. A cookery show. Look at Here comes a new cookery oh, show. Oh, hello. We are all so British right now. I'm going to plug in my cookeries. How? But you're going to... I'm telling you right now, if you Hi, watch this show... I'd like everyone to add some butter and two eggs and whisk it gently. We, he really has a high voice, Holly. Hey, oh, no, I know. You know. Hey, yeah. It doesn't match um, his personality. You know his what I recommend? Body. I'd watch this show. I hope he does it shirtless with an apron, and I'll put it on closed caption. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all have a lot of good celebrity. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I, I bet it's going to be fun. Yeah, there you go. He'll have his wife. Yeah, there you go. She doesn't eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Darling, look at this. I sauteed you a grape. <laughs> Look, whipped air. It's so delicious. All right, we'll be back. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.